Hi, uh, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us. Journeys to Mount Shasta. Finally, we make the day today, okay? <laughs> so, uh, you know, as usual, my uh, super co-host, Linda, how are you? I'm good. I just came from watching a movie, and that was interesting. And today's been a, a good day, um, busy-wise, but um, it's been good. How about you? Hi, everybody. Oh. Hello, yes. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, so what, which movie did you go watch? Uh, I saw the Oppenheimer, the one oh, about... Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, they talked about the, um, the, the visual. It's like you're in, in the movie, and it is. And, I mean, I just came back, so I'm sort of in between because it, it, it was an intense in one way but very intellectual, and the art... The creating the, you know, the scenes and stuff and the clothes and, you know, very involved. Um, That's good. That's good. Well, so, it is. Yeah. Amazing. And they said, you know, it's historically amazing, but um, they also said to see it in a big, you know, big screen. And because you're kind of in it, it's, it's a very visual kind of experience. Okay. You know, they're getting people back into the theater again, and you can see that, you know, and that's, it's kind of good that people are getting out, and we're going to be talking about that, <laughs> and yeah. participating, you know, and being in, and whether it be a movie about, you know, um, Hiroshima or whatnot, and, and also watching it, there was a certain element for me of sadness, of just seeing the outcome of that. Or, or having this Oppenheimer have that feeling, because he felt very responsible, you know, that he was on this team. And aren't we responsible for our lives and what we do, you know? Yes, very good, very good. Yeah, I know, uh, I've been noticing, uh, since I pretty much go to, go watch your movies pretty much every week on my day offs, oh, uh, normally I do like an animation cartoon type of thing, you know, I have a young, uh, I'm, uh, I'm young in my heart. That's why I probably... Right, right. You know what? I'm going to turn the air conditioning off. Just a second, because then I can hear better. Just a second. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Okay, so, no problem. Yeah, yeah let's It's uh, warm continue. up here, and I want to be able to give my complete attention to what we're doing. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've been scheduled this uh, session for... Several years, not several years, <laughs> several weeks <laughs> Several now. nights, right, right. <laughs> but, right. you know, things come up, and then, you know, uh, that's why we kind of uh, just kind of uh, uh, keep post postponing, postponing. But today, very good day. That Yesterday was uh, Linda's birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, actually, uh, Thursday, we were actually scheduled on Thursday and then try to do this, but then something came up and we just postponed it. But then uh, yesterday, uh, Thursday morning, I woke up, I was looking at all my crystal skulls, uh, including a race collection and my collection, which is all my collection now. Uh, and then somehow this green uh, fluoride just, you know, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Linda. And I was like, what? I'm, I'm just asking them which one is going to go Mount Shasta this time. And then 
，就是 very strong message Linda just popping in my head. So and then quickly right after that, then、uh, Lillian, name Lillian came through because that's、uh, Linda's mom. So uh, I uh, shared with Linda that morning right away because actually that was also your birthday, right? Right. Thursday. Right. So I guess there's some important message.、Uh, so.、Uh, I don't know if Linda would like to share with us, but it's okay if not. And so that's kind of interesting because the、uh, crystal skull just、uh, speak to me, you know, this one. And guess what? This is going to be this is going to be your birthday present from Ray and、oh, I. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know,、um, what what the message that came through kind of is. Some of the things that we're going to be planning, you know,、um, because I took my sweat lodge down, and it's been kind of a slow start as to what to do next. the new, The new beginning has not been warm and fuzzy.、Uh, we've had it's not challenging, but it's slow going, let's say. And now it's starting to pick up, and as of Thursday, not because of my birthday, but just in general,、um, things are starting to move. I readmitted my Manuscript, which I had done in, in like last October, and there were some challenges in it, and I felt more positive about it, even though I felt some anxiety about it because they have to edit it and look it over. And my story is one of those that I hadn't planned to tell、uh, part of it. It's very personal in a lot of ways, but it's also about the struggles of being a spiritual person. There's no walk in the park. So that started movement, and then the other thing is, is whether it be about、uh, Ching's and my、uh, retreats or whatnot. I didn't feel comfortable getting a flyer out or planning it until my new sweat lodge is sort of done or built. And so, as of、um, this morning,、uh, my friend,、um, uh, I was going to say Charlie Tom,、uh, Frank Tom. Let me know. He says he's going to get a friend, and maybe they're going to do it next Saturday. He said we'll do it, and we'll get the willows from the Kaluk tribe, and do it. So it, since Thursday, I feel some movement. You know what I mean? A little more positive, and I think for all of us and anybody watching this, you know, we've been—I don't want to say the word frustrated, but it's slow coming. You know, we're out of the pandemic, and some of the things that, like He Ching's life is moving at a pretty fast speed. But the majority of people, it's kind of sluggish, you know. And the the description I was giving was a turtle, and the turtle is very powerful. On the other hand, it's not fast moving, and now we're having to kind of get our equilibrium about about what what that is next. And we don't know completely, but I I feel that we're going to be busier and busier. Like I Ching has been talking to people about coming up to Mount Shasta, which he used to do. It's a normal thing for him. And I can see where where, whoop, 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 whoop. Sorry, guys. Oh no. Sorry, sorry.、Um, that it would. I know. See that that's a very good example of what ha- is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Distraction all the time. <laughs> no, there's always something in the way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think that that was like the the. Fluorite skull was sort of the beginning of that, and then Lillian is encouraging us continually, and my friend Marlo, and just different people 
she's really encouraging because mm -hmm. she's no longer here like Ray, but they're on the other side and they're our cheerleaders. Keep going, don't get frustrated, you know, you can do this. And so I feel the movement, it's, but again, it has to be more like the turtle, you know, not great expectations, but moving in a very balanced, uh, focused way. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, uh, turtle in uh, Oriental culture uh, represent longevity. Yeah, so it's good that, you know, we moving forward ste steady, uh, you know, so that way we are, uh, over time we, we build up the foundation and then it's getting stronger and stronger. So when we're ready to uh, speed up, you know, we will not fail. And that's very good because I, I believe the uh, spirit always teach us the lesson of uh, being pa be patient, you know, and that's what we, our society don't have. That's right. a, one of the attributes that we don't have, you know. That's why, especially we're on this uh, spiritual journey, awakening, that, you know, this is probably the more obvious the lesson or challenge that all the time is coming up, you know, in front of us, yeah. Well, and when things get in the way, I was having trouble with my computer and my printer, and being impatient, I want it, like, fixed, like, now. And, you know, then I had a friend come over, and we had a really nice time doing it, and it's, again, and this is the first time, I, I, as you're talking about the turtle, um, this is really the first time I've had the turtle energy like this, okay. you know, and it's it, like you said, it's a very balanced, slow moving, structural, and it feels like, like that that's what it's supposed to do, you know, and I'm supposed to do. <laughs> don't rush it along. Yeah, don't rush it along. That's very good. So, yeah, uh, besides that, I think yesterday, um, the, uh, one of the videos just came up about uh, light workers, seven types of light workers. So I, you know, I feel like that's something that we, we also want to mention here. And I did feel, I did have a little bit uh, uh, no taking right there. So yeah, from this video, like uh, it, that's a uh, Christina, right? Right. Christina Christ Lopez, yes. Lopez, She's right. a very good uh, content creator on YouTube. You know, she had her own channel. Uh, thousands and thousands of followers. And this is one of the uh, uh, light workers, that video that uh, she, she presented uh, years ago. And then here, I think I'll, I'll just kind of a, a seven powerful type of a light worker. I'm just gonna read through and then yeah, I'll- Yeah, please the... do, that'd be great. I didn't get to watch it all. Oh, okay. And then I will put the, her link. Uh, oh, good, yeah, I like her stuff too. Yeah, so you can, if you if you like to, if you're interested to find out more detail, and then please just, uh, you know, uh, watch her video. So there are seven types of uh, uh, light workers she talked about. I mean, there are more, but this is the seven types of light workers she, uh, over years that she think those are the people that came into her life and asking for help or, or support. The first one is a light keeper. Okay, light keepers. And then second one is the healers. Okay, so the healer, they have a, a two like a very uh, uh, obvious attribute is that they're very empathy. 
and also highly sensitive people. So those are the healers. And then uh, the third one is the gatekeepers and grid workers. So gatekeeper was like a, it's like an energy portal and she gave us an example. First one, Stonehenge. And the second one is Mount Shasta. No wonder, you know. <laughs> and then <laughs> the grid workers is like a, working on the energy grid. So she put those two uh, in the same category. Uh, they have a similarity, but they're a little bit different, uh, you know, in terms of whatever they're doing, but it all related. And then the fourth one is the transmuters. Transmuter, uh, she talked about that some light workers that they just uh, decided to uh, reincarnate to the family that they have a lot of uh, like uh, dense uh, history of the family. So uh, the transmuter is coming to this family or this uh, or his this person's uh, you know social circle that to transmute the denser energy into light. Okay, and then the number five is the messengers. It's uh, messengers is like a channel, you know, channel channeling the message all the time, all the time. And then it's very sensitive on corn chakra, third eye chakra, and heart chakra. It's kind of like a bridge, you know, between the uh, uh, spiritual realm to our, you know, our society, and then you know, bridge, so the message can come through, can go through this uh, messenger. The number six is a way showers. Way showers is a living example. You know, continue to evolve, uh, work, on some, work, work on itself, and then other people see it's like a great example of a life supposed to be or leading a different kind of a concept of a life, and then so other people can follow. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean that this person have to be like a huge fame or like a sit on the stage all the time, a lot of follower, but it's just like a, a life example uh, for other people that they can see, they, they, can, they want to follow. And the number seven is the blueprint holders. And then here it talk about like a twin flame and also like a sacred uh, partnership. It's like uh, these, these, these type of light workers, they came in with this blueprint within them and it's to uh, change the world, the different concept, you know, diff different idea of the, you know, uh, humanity or racial or, know, raise them, uh, those kind of, uh, you know, different kind of uh, a movement that, so this is uh, blueprint holders. And at the end, uh, Christina talked about that, why we need to find out what, what we are or who we are is that, that way you will be able to accept yourself fully, okay? If you don't, if you don't understand or you don't know what, what role you're playing, Sometimes we kind of uh, lost our focus about our soul mission, and then so by by look at the, the looking by watch this video, you will be able to have a better idea of uh, what kind of a light worker you are. And also, she mentioned about that it doesn't means that 
you only can have a one role within right, business. Right. Right. You can interchange them. Yeah, is interchange or you can have multiple ones at the same time. Right. And what she said was that throughout your lifetime, in different stage of your life, you may go from this one and then right. slowly transition to a different one because your uh, your soul mission may be complete uh, to some certain stage, and then you you uh, you get into a different different uh, type of life workers. So. After I explain this to you, to everybody, then my question to you, Linda, is uh, what what kind of a light worker do you think you are? Or light work, what types of light worker? Okay, let me ask you, what, what do you think I am? <laughs> you know, since I'm a little bit of every one of them, so I will say you are as well. Yeah, because you, you, you've been on this journey so, for so long and you throughout, throughout the learning uh, progress, you know, I'm sure you, you, you're also one of the many, you know, you can be any of them. Yeah. Yeah, it switches all the time and it depends upon what is needed, you know. And, and also, like even the channeler, um, I did a client recently and she asked me about something after, and you know I've done this, and, and like when I'm, I first met you, you said you don't remember, do you? <laughs> the channeling a lot of times, and my one client I've had for years, she said, okay, Linda, I'm gonna tell you what you told me. And, and, and she said, I know you don't remember, because I've done it so many times. And so the channeler is a very natural for both of us. But the thing is, is that again, a lot of times that's from the higher consciousness. So we may not remember, even though it might be full of wisdom and great. So it switches all the time and you can't predetermine the channeling. It just happens. Yes. You, you can't, it's not something that you can decide I'm gonna channel. So, yeah. I mean, it's just ne I've never done that in my whole life. And I, the teacher I had actually said to be careful of that. You know, because people, other entities, if you're not real strong, you know, you, you, you don't just take up, you know, Joe Blow down the street and say, oh, he's coming in or she's coming in. So um, I, I really respect the channeling and the different roles that you're talking about because it switches according to what people need. Yes. And as you get older, you know, you're, you're tiptoeing into the wisdom, the white buffalo. And as you get into that, I think that happens more, that you, you're, you're more s helpful in a sense because it's part of our role now. You know, we're not quite so undetermined. We're, we've made up the, our mind to help this person or do that because we know that they need whatever it is. And it, that's not about ego. It's just giving them the right kind of support. Yes, yes. And then uh, number three is the gatekeepers. And since uh, Christina mentioned about Mount Shasta, I know that we talked about this before, that you know people like they live in Mount Shasta, you know, most of them, they're guardian of the mountain, you know, guardian of the mother earth. So that's kind of a gatekeeper. So you, you're one of them already. And of course you're a healer because you help people come to you, do consultation, do vision quest, uh, do sweat lodge, those kind of things. And then like a channel you just mentioned, it's a messenger. So 
There you go. You got three, at least three right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And t talk to me about your fluorite um, skull. When, when you touch it, what, what is the message that you're getting from it? Not only to me, but just in general. Uh, you know, because I'm very big on this uh, chakras. Right. And uh, so... I actually, I didn't, I didn't try to receive any message because, you know, the the crystal said Linda, right. Linda. Then I just immediately I say, okay, this is the homework for you. But since now you're asking me, actually, uh, fluoride is right here. Right. I feel the energy already. So I'm gonna go with the uh, chakra colors. Okay. So green is a heart chakra, and then also fluoride. Uh, itself is uh, resonate with the all, all chakras because the fluoride has so many different colors from like a purple, blue, and the green, and the yellow, uh, even like a pinkish, you, you can find some pinkish uh, fluoride as well. So that's why it resonates with the all chakras. With a different color, it's going to be uh, resonate specifically for the uh, that chakra. So it's a heart chakra. Uh, and then Stonehenge, there's a green dragon. I talk about that many times. So it's also green. So we're talking about the message from this uh, uh, fluoride is that came, came through with all the green uh, dragon, uh, green colors, uh, resonating with our heart chakra. And then look at the this one on the top behind yeah, me. Yeah, I see it, right. So right now, it's a very big on our heart chakra. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. going to emphasize again, heart chakra is our seventh chakra, it's a middle one. So it's like a bridge between upper three and the lower three. So that's a message just came through uh, once you asked that question. Right. So I believe the message will be more specifically, it's okay, focus on your heart chakra and then uh, go within and then the healing comes out within yourself. Right. And you just meditate with a green color or, you know, go, go, go out to a nature, you know, just, uh, you know, lay on the grass and just uh, relax and just, uh, you know, uh, let go and then refresh and recharge from the nature. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, since, you know, for the last three years, I've been doing these journeys pretty consistently. And the thing that has changed in, in the chakras is, again, like you said, the heart chakra, one of the things that is absolutely essential now is to learn to love ourselves. Yes. And, and you know, all your idiosyncrasies, how you just didn't do this or you didn't do that, it's so important now to really get that, no matter what age you are or where you are in life, that you begin to realize that you're alive and you're here to love yourself first thing. And yes. really step off in that. So I think that that skull and what you just said is just confirming that yes. tuning into your heart and not being negative with yourself, but just understand no matter what's going on, no matter what the trauma drama is or the health or whatever, just to love yourself. I think that's such an important message that what we've gone through in the last three, five years, whatever it is, is a confirmation of our heart and that we and especially we are here uh -oh. and to love ourselves is you know it completely 
yes. into the craziness, you know? Yes. So this is kind of uh, validate what whatever uh, Christina said about accept yourself fully. Right. So that's the idea, you know? Uh, so many people, uh, content creator, they constantly send out the message. And I think we are all seeing together, doesn't matter about where and time. And eventually, you know, the important one will stand out like we talk about this today. I mean, we didn't, we didn't do any rehearsal or anything. We just- We didn't plan oh, it. <laughs> oh, just go with the flow. That's our style. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's, again, going back to that channeling, it's what is coming through for both of us to share with people because being in the spiritual life is not complicated in the sense of just go with the flow because you will be divinely guided and people will be able to be open to hear what we have to say about it, you know, in doing that. And a lot of times it's like Christina's, that's one of, like I said, she's one of the people I like because she's very down to earth and very real and not, you know, and those are the people on YouTube that I tend to listen to because they're more like me, you know? So yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for that. We're gonna move on to the next topic so we can cover more. Uh, uh, just a few days ago, there's a lady just came into my shop and then she was just looking at this shop. She thought it was a Japanese shop. So I started talking to her and then she came in with her daughter. And then, you know, of course, the singing bowl and this and that. So it kind of triggered the uh, conversation more. And then, so I talk about the Maushasa's, you know, retreat, this and that, and she was very interesting. She said, when, when are you going to have a food? <laughs> so I kind of share with him, uh, share with her, you know, since last year, Maushasa had me do the podcast and then slowly prepare. So I'm thinking about maybe September. So, you know, uh, I, I, so I just told her we go with the flow, and then I say I say, I told her if you're interesting, if you want to find out more, then come back. She also like to do art, you know, paintings. So you know what? She came back Friday yesterday. I was like, oh, oh okay. good, oh good. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, most of the time people they say, oh, I'm gonna come back, da, da, da. never never come back. <laughs> But she, she just kind of a break, broke the record. She came back and then asked me about, she think I'm a very interesting person. You know, a lot of uh, experience or, you know, life experience. Well, you are, you are, yeah. you have a lot going on. Yeah, so I share with her my, the first story I will share, first experience I will share about Mount Shasta on my first trip is a dear family. So then she said, you know, in my Texas house, home in the backyard every day deer come to visit her I was like okay <laughs> so that was very interesting so we'll see what's going to come uh, come through about the retreat September but you know we will we'll, we'll just uh, go with the flow uh, follow the guidance from our chasa if it's meant to be then this will happen and then if not ready somehow or somewhere then we'll just uh, yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen in divine order. And yes. and it's like you said, um, having the right amount of people, uh, like a small group, so you can really connect with each person, you know, and be 
because coming here with what people okay there's all kinds of tours and this and that but really just being in nature it down at your park or it, you know it could be at the headwaters it can be at the peace garden it can be in the meadow just being here you feel it and it like I always say, my favorite way to do sessions is going for a walk. Because the things that come up as you're walking through nature in Mount Shasta is often very different than sitting in a living room or a, a private room eye to eye. Because it's, it goes with the flow and the mountain just pulls this thing out of what needs to be talked about. And it doesn't have to be trauma drama. It can be even wishes and you know more positive dreams of you know going on a trip or you know wishing you got married or <laughs> maybe even you know all kinds of stuff and that's the thing that the mountain does I just was telling this gal that I did the reading for she's gone through a lot of changes she got a drum from our friend Ann and I said well that's how the mountain works and I said when you leave here I want you to really continue digesting it because people think you know you're here this is happening but really go wherever home is it could be Seattle it could be in the Bay Area is when you really tune in and often will have dreams my one friend Marlo when he left here it took him like two weeks and then he had some very prolific dreams that were based from here to sort of digest on it. and a lot of people don't realize that it may not be when you're here the whole time really the digestion would be as you get home or you you know get on a plane whatever it might be and that's how the mountain works Oh, yeah, so that's kind of interesting, you know, when I kind of uh, drift away from what I'm supposed to do, then Mount Shasta sends somebody interesting coming to a store and then... For you to talk yeah. about it, right? Yeah. It's the way the mountain works, it just does. Yeah, yeah. And actually today there's another uh, lady came in and she thought this is Japanese store again, but uh, then she came in, so we start talking and she... She, she also liked my art, you know, artwork in the store, and I play a little bit uh, singing bowl for her, and so we start talking, and um, that's kind of interesting. Two days in a row, <laughs> two days in a row. <laughs> that's the way it works, though. It, you know, it's so interesting to even get in the conversations about Mount Shasta. Yeah. Even this little group I have, um, the one gal, I met her on Vision Quest in the year 2000 in Georgia, and we went to the um, Blue Ridge Mountains and did her Vision Quest, and I did a group, women's group there um, with my friend Katra, and then all of a sudden she called me and said, I'm moving to Mount Shasta, and she lived here for like, I don't know, five, six years, and now she's in Arizona, and she's in this group, so we're, we're constantly referring to, not only I'm bringing the mountain back to her, but also when she lived here, you know, about the experiences that are still working on her because she moved from here to Ashland to Seattle and now she's in Arizona. But the mountain is still doing its magic and she's in this group and has been in the group, I don't know, maybe almost six months. And it's kind of like, uh, it's, well, I call it Linda's Way and it's about writing and having affirmations and really just checking in and being real and being intimate. And here we are after all these years and it, what is that, 13 years? No, more than that, 23 years, because she did it in the year 2000. 2002, so it's, what is that, 21 years, here we are, doing a Zoom group. But that's the way the mountain works, it's just it's yes. the way it is, you know? So, yeah, 
Anything else? No, I think we covered a lot of territory. Yeah, uh, very good. <laughs> yeah, everybody have a good week, and we're kind of coming off the new moon, and we're moving towards again more of a full moon, but we're not quite there yet, and we're digesting what was going on with the new moon and what what we're trying to create. Like I said, it's kind of a slow start, but keep to keep dreaming and keep thinking about it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think uh, we got a lot covered today, and then um, so uh, thank you, Linda, for being thank my you. super host. Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. And then we we'll, next time we need to talk about your your event on uh, October. Yeah. So, but uh, looking forward to have your lodge rebuilt. And then, you know, we can continue. Yeah, by that point, it should be done. So that would be great. Then, okay. then we can move forward. Okay. Yes, thank okay, you. everybody, sweet dreams and take good care of yourself and the green love yourself. Yes, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Uh -huh. Bye. Bye.